0: I'm Mike Tucker.
1: And I'm Elizabeth Talbot.
0: Elizabeth, I am a city boy, and some people talk about having the green thumb. I have the thumb of death. I can kill any plant just by walking by it, I'm sure. (laughs) And and I don't enjoy working with plants, and I don't enjoy yard work. Oh, now
1: I understand why you don't like eating salads when we go out to lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Now I understand. I I
0: eat salads as a duty. But I remember I was so excited because my wife and I had just married. We moved into a house. We were renting a house. And in the backyard, there was a little plot of ground that the previous tenant had really taken care of. And they had put fertilizer and, and chicken manure and all sorts of things in this thing and really tilled it up. And it was very rich soil. And so we were challenged to try to grow something. And so, among other things, we planted cucumbers. And I came home from work one day and saw the first thing I had ever actually successfully grown.
1: It was a cucumber. It
0: was a cucumber. And I was just jumping up and down, it's alive! <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: alive. Well, you know, we all have great joy when we plant something from scratch. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. being a little girl and my mom is really, you know, she was uh, born in a farm, so she's really into growing things. Mm-hmm. And I remember putting seeds on the ground and seeing the plants come out. And uh, Jesus used a lot of examples from this type of life because in, in the time of the New Testament, a lot of people, people worked on it, the ground. It you was know, an it agrarian
0: was, society. Yes,
1: it was it, it was the main uh, way of life and and actually only about 2% of the population owned the farms mm-hmm. and the other 90% or 98% in this case actually worked them, mm-hmm. you know, for other people. And they, they were always uh, around seeds and they were harvesting. And so, many of the parables that we find in the New Testament have to do with this type of language.
0: Right. You know, I think I would have starved to death in those days. I I, <laughs> I don't think anyone would have hired me to work on a farm because maybe, maybe it would have been different if I'd been trained from my youth in this area, but I, I have no talent in this area. But let's read the parable, shall we? Chapter 4 of Mark's gospel, beginning with verse 1, and he began to teach again by the sea, and such a very great multitude. Gathered to him, that he got into a boat in the sea and sat down, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables, and was saying to them in his teaching, "Listen to this. Behold, the sower went out to sow, and it came about that as he was sowing, some seed fell beside the road, and the birds ate. Came and ate it up. And other seed fell on the rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up beside it and had no depth of soil. And after the sun had risen, it." Was was scorched and because it had no root it withered away and other seed fell among the thorns and the thorns came up and choked it and yielded it yielded no crop and other seeds fell in the good soil and as they grew up and increased they yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and fold.
1: This is a very interesting parable. Um, a parable, it says here in verse 2 that Jesus was teaching them in parables. A parable is a metaphorical narrative mm-hmm. that has two levels of meaning. The story and then the actual meaning of it is usually related to a deeper sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So, there's a, a physical parable. Uh, element of the story and yet a deeper spiritual interpretation of that physical story. And
1: this particular parable has been called the parable of parables because um, Jesus is trying to teach that not everybody will accept his parables and Mm -hmm. his teachings, that even his parables are um, landing in different types of soil Mm -hmm. and people's hearts, and that not everybody will accept his message. Um, And he was always teaching in metaphors that they could understand, whether it was seeds or birds or flowers. I mean, nowadays, he would use things that we have around us.
0: Right. But in that day, he's sitting in this boat and around them is the countryside. And perhaps even as he's talking, you can look out and you could see someone sowing seed in ground that had been plowed. They're out there sowing seed uh, and So that you have a living illustration of exactly what he's talking about. And and most of them, having worked on the farm, they knew exactly what he was talking about. he was talking
1: about. And when he was done with this parable, before he actually interprets these four types of soil, the disciples start asking him, why is it that he constantly is talking in symbols and in metaphors? So in verse 10, uh, chapter 4 of Mark says, As soon as he was alone, his followers, along with the twelve, began asking him about the parables. And he was saying to them, to you has been given the mystery of the kingdom of God. But those who are outside get everything in parables. And here he explains why. And this is a very interesting part Mm -hmm. of the New Testament because he's saying that those that don't want to hear, they are not going to understand because this is a nice story. But those that are really seeking God, they will understand the deepness of the message.
0: And the key is the condition of the heart. Verse 12, he says, "...in order that while seeking they may see and not perceive." And while hearing, they may hear and not understand, lest they return and be forgiven.
1: This is one of the verses that many times in the New Testament is mentioned. This is coming from, actually, the prophet Isaiah, because many times the religious people actually had ears, but they were not hearing the right. words of God, and they had eyes, but they were not seeing the works hey, of God. Hey, I've been
0: there. I know that I have sat in pews where people were preaching the gospel when I was younger, and I never heard it. I heard something else, they they gave me the straight message, and I didn't hear it because Mm. my heart was not ready.
1: Yeah, one of my favorite uh, worship songs is, Open My Eyes, Lord, Mm -hmm. I Want to See Jesus. Many times we have ears, and we have eyes for religious things, and we somehow miss Jesus. And in this case, He's saying to them, I'm speaking to them in this way, and all the parables of Jesus were actually challenges to people. They they had to make a decision. They Mm -hmm. either rejected the story or they accepted this story. Right,
0: right. And of course, he is quoting basically Isaiah chapter 6 starting with verse 9. Elizabeth, would you read that?
1: Well, I actually don't have it. So oh, if you I want guess to I'll by. read
0: it then. All right. Okay, and he said, Go and tell this people, keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people uh, insensitive, their ears dull, and their eyes dim, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed.
1: And this is a quote Like I said, that many times in the New Testament is talked about, sometimes the apostles quoted, sometimes Jesus himself, of saying that just because you think you are uh, a religious person, that doesn't mean you're perceiving the mysteries of God. Mm -hmm. And so they ask him about this, and on verse, back to Mark chapter 4, verse 13, he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? Mm-hmm. Because remember, this is a parable about parables, about right. how people accept mm-hmm. the parables of Jesus. And then he starts giving them an interpretation uh, of every part of the parable, how there are four types of people that receive right. um, the seeds, and but it doesn't grow in every heart.
0: You now, the seed is the same thing. The seed is the gospel. The seed is the word of God. And it comes to all hearts. But whether or not it takes root and grows has to do with the soil itself, the condition of the heart.
1: Now, let's read from uh, verse 14 of chapter 4 of Mark. The sower sows the word. These are the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. And when they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. So, in some people, they... They actually seem to hear, Mm -hmm. but Satan comes like the birds
0: and just picks it up and goes away,
1: and and then is no longer there.
0: It's it sits on the surface for a while and then it vanishes. It's gone. Verse sixteen. In a similar way, uh, these are the ones. On whom the seed was sown on the rocky places, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no firm root in themselves, but are only temporary. Then, when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they fall away.
1: You know how difficult sometimes it is. uh, uh, We get the first love. We are pumped up Mm -hmm. with the gospel. And then some difficulty or trial or affliction or persecution arises. And we kind of say, well, you know, is this worth it? you know and Jesus is saying, I am so sad that the seed didn't become a, a plant because because I the seed uh, takes over your life and then uh, you become yourself a, um, a plant that is giving 30, 60 and 100 mm-hmm. fall in this case because mm-hmm. as a way the kingdom of God grows on, on right. earth.
0: Verse 18, and others are the ones on whom the seed uh, was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word and the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. This is
1: one of the saddest soils, you know, is when all the things, anxieties or riches or jobs or business or employment or whatever mm-hmm. kind of chokes the word and you don't have time to 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 spend time with Jesus Christ to fall in love with them.
0: We busy the gospel away. We're so Absolutely. busy and so obsessed with other things that we we drive the gospel away. But verse twenty is the the verse that gives us hope, and those are the ones on whom the good seed uh, was sown and the good soil, and they hear the word and accept it and bear fruit. 30, 60, and a hundredfold.
1: It's very interesting how um, your heart needs to be broken in Mm -hmm. order to receive the seed of the gospel.
0: Just as a farmer takes the plow and breaks up the, the the earth and makes it soft by breaking it so too sometimes our heart has to be broken by the, the things that are going on in our world we we have to be broken and then we receive the gospel
1: and you know the 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 growth is something that God does in you right. he is the one that produces in you the growth it's not that you have to be worrying to see if you have enough fruit if, if you have 30 oh no I have should have 16 oh no I should have 100 100
0: fold yeah
1: this is something God does in you when you accept the gospel and you are broken in Him.
0: Yeah, He is the one who provides the growth. Uh, plants don't worry about the fact that, uh, are my roots deep enough now? Am I receiving enough moisture? Is it time to be germinated? What what happens? You know, that is something that God produces in you. If your heart is broken, you receive the Word, you receive the Gospel, He will produce growth in you.
1: May your heart be this type of soil, the one that accepts and is rooted in the Word and bears fruit. This is the type of worshipers the Lord is looking for.
0: He's looking for people with brokenness who will receive His Word. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute. And follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free.